welcome to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFBA. Over the next hour, you'll be introduced to business and local leaders impacting our community. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. Now, the host of Town Talk, Ted Schubel. Town Talk powered this morning by Stafford Tourism. For information on events and activities, visit TourStaffordVA.com. George Washington Foundation, Ferry Farm, and Kenmore. Our uh, focus this morning, Ann Waters is here, and uh, Dave Maraca here this morning. Good morning to both of you. Thanks for uh, for coming in this morning. Good morning. I haven't seen you guys since July 4th. It just has been too long. I mean, we need a group hug or something because <laughs> it, has been a, it, is, is, it has, has been a long time. But, boy, there are a lot of things going on at, at Ferry Farm and, uh, and, and Kenmore, and we're going to get into a lot of those. And we need to talk a little bit about to go back to the summer and Talk about some of the uh, the uh, the great archaeology finds that were were discovered at Ferry Farm. But first, dog days at Ferry Farm yes. this weekend. Yes. So upcoming this weekend, we're having our second dog days event. Um, so if you have a dog, or even if you don't, um, you can come out to Ferry Farm, and we're having discounted um, grounds admissions. So it's only five dollars to come on the grounds for adults. Um, free for ages 17 and under, so you can bring out your furry friend and go on a walk at Fairy Farm. Oh, there's there are some great trails out there, but just to be able to bring your dog to Fairy Farm, how fun! Yeah, and yep, yeah, we have a few different nature tra- trails. Um, so some that go along the river, and I feel like people don't always know about when they come. Um, so it's a good way to explore the property and see Fairy Farm from a new a new perspective. If you haven't gone to Fairy Farm and gone down there by the river for, and there there are many opportunities, uh, especially when. Uh, during uh, George Washington's birthday, when you can throw the throw throw a stone, yes, yes. but to see see City Dock and to see the city from the Ferry Farm side, it's, it's it's worth doing that. Right? Yeah, it's a nice view of the the other side of the city, um, and you get to sort of explore the grounds. And there's some nice trails that go back through the woods. Um, so it really is a nice place to come out. And if you're looking for somewhere new to walk your dog, um, you can come out and explore explore the grounds. And one of the things that always uh, strikes me is when people come to Fairy Farm for the first time and they go down to the river, they're they're just amazed at how beautiful mm-hmm. the Rappahannock is, mm-hmm. and at particularly the undeveloped side. And we're really lucky in that the city owns so much, and then there's the the National Park Service owns a bunch, and then then there's our frontage from the train bridge to the Blue Gray Bridge, and so. The whole area just sort of benefits from that, the, the natural beauty of Fredericksburg and people that are from uh, particularly urban centers come hmm. and they're just amazed and, and, and just overwhelmed by just how beautiful our river is. You do get a different sense of things. And, and you and I have talked about this before we've been out there, Dave, as far as, you know, you're, as, as you look into the city of Fredericksburg, it's, it's very similar to what George Washington would have looked into. Without a doubt. Um, so you look over and you see um, uh, the, the little uh, alley that leads up from the river, uh, Rocky uh, Lane. Yeah. And um, it's there and... And then uh, the Fredericks on the on the uh, uh, Stafford side, you see the road trace that leads down for the ferry road, and you know you can if you just pay a little bit of attention, you can see a, a little bits of the 18th century landscape poking its head out, and that's really uh, interesting looking to see that to, to see that from Fredericksburg. 
Uh, it really is. I always forget this. I need to write it down. The, with the, back in George Washington's day, the river was was wider than it is now? That is correct. Okay. Um, and, and right where Ferry Farm was, it was so wide it had its own special little name. And so, and what happened is in the 1870s, you don't think of the Corps of Engineers working in the 1870s, but in the 1870s, they uh, narrowed the river uh, by building uh, wooden walls on both sides. And at low tide, you can still see those walls if, if you go down and look. Oh, wow. Okay. And, then they, and then they dredged the center and uh, took that dredge and dumped it on the other side of the walls, sort of narrowing the river and deepening it so that boats could come up and down. The other interesting thing, too, is when we, you get a different sense of everything, of uh, to, to, to realize that to, to get from Ferry Farm, to get from, from Stafford County, from, from that area to the city, you did have to go across. It wasn't easy. Like today, we just take the, uh, the Blue Gray Parkway or, you know, you take, <laughs> you take a bridge. And all, and, and all that stuff wasn't – some of the conveniences we have today weren't available back then. And, and what's funny, when, the, when, when people build bridges and then the river takes them, the, the ferries would pop back up. <laughs> it was like they had yeah. the ferry boat in a barn someplace, and they're like, we'll just wait because we know that the river's going to take whatever it is, and then we'll be, back in, we'll be back in business. So the, the bottom line is I mean, you, you can come and see this anytime, but you can you, this, this weekend, if you want to bring your dog and go, go walk some of, some of these trails, you, you can see some of these things. Yeah, even. yeah, and I, I think you do really get a sense of sort of the historic landscape, and it is – if you've never been before, you, it does really feel like you can kind of get a sense of what it was like when George Washington was there. So you have natural oasis. Yeah, <laughs> you have had a number of uh, pictures on, on Facebook of, of dogs. Yes. Are those staff dogs? They are staff dogs. So I think I think Dave's dog was featured on a <laughs> yes. one, um, and then other staff members brought their dog in dogs in for photo shoots. And, <laughs> and it's gone to my dog's head. It's without a doubt, my dog is so <laughs> full of itself these days. I'm, I'm gonna. I just told her she can't be the she's a celebrity, the, the spokes dog for the foundation anymore. After this, the, the, your dog <laughs> is gonna want to have its own Instagram account. Uh, yes, uh, all of these things. My dog uh, communicates with Gary the Goose regularly now, <laughs> and so <laughs> that is another story in itself. How that one goose has become. so so famous mascot. so photographed <laughs> anyway again uh the uh dog days at ferry farm it's this it's this uh, saturday this saturday and discounted grounds admission so coming out bring your friends bring your dog come out and see some dogs <laughs> and if this is the if this helps you get to ferry farm i still i still this week ran into somebody who's been a long time resident here who said I hear you talking about, you know, Ferry Farm. I've never been there. I think that's what happens. I feel like you don't, if you grow up in a place, you don't always go to the, the places in your own backyard. Right, yeah. So check it out. Uh, the uh, Dog Days at Ferry Farm this uh, Saturday at Ferry Farm in Stafford. Quick break. We'll be back. The uh, George Washington Foundation, our focus, Ferry Farm and uh, Kenmore is uh, the topic this morning. Lots going on. We'll let you know about it with uh, Dave Moroccan and Waters. More on News Talk 1230 WFV. Welcome back to Town Talk on News Talk 1230. You can weigh in about today's topic on Facebook at WFVA 1230 and by text at 540-371-5756. Here's your host, Ted Schubel. 
We are talking to uh, the George Washington Foundation this morning with uh, Dave Maraca and Ann Waters. Kenmore.org, the website, great stuff on, on Facebook. We'll keep you up to date on all of these things uh, going on that are, are going to be going on. Now, this is this this Ann gets to be a this is a busy time of year now for for Ferry Farm and Kenmore. Lots of events that we'll talk about, holiday yes, events. Yes, yes, very busy with fall events and already prepping for winter events, and then also a lot of school groups in the fall. So. We do not get a break in the fall. It's still very <laughs> an active time. I have noticed when when I go by Ferry Farm and always take a take a glance over to see see what's happening, and I always see school buses there. There is probably a school bus there almost every weekday, I'd say. Yeah, and the busiest part of the spring and fall. So we are very excited that we've had all our school groups come back this year. Well, and that's what are, that is important, just mm-hmm. because when you think about it, these uh, these group. I mean, we live here. Ferry Farm's here. The, the, some of the greatest history you can find mm-hmm. is at Ferry Farm, so it's it makes sense that they that they come. Yeah, and we get some groups that come back every year, or you know, we'll have kids that come back that remember when they've been on a field trip. So it's fun when when they remember what they've kind of learned on their field trip and they come back. A lot um, of kids, a lot of kids do do that. They, mm-hmm. they they do remember. The, yes. th- this you that, remember your field trips. <laughs> yeah, you do, and and this one in particular, just because of the house and. And just because the house is so different than any other any other historic house, you're gonna you can you can do things at at a Ferry Farm in in the house there that you can't do right anywhere else, or you'll be escorted out. Right. I think Maybe being able to lay down on the furniture is a big a big plus, a memorable experience. I, yeah, you would not get that in another another museum. But it does give you really a such a different sense of things mm-hmm. to be able to do that kind of thing to, to sit on that bed. Yeah, I think that makes in. it all the more memorable, and you kind of remember those moments where you're like, "Yeah, I got to, I got to hold something in the Washington House or sit on the furniture that George Washington, you know, similar to what he would have sat on." Yeah. Well, s- s- um, speaking of holding something that, that George Washington held, the, uh, the the archaeology dig this summer, Dave, was pretty successful, and you came up with a, a lot of different or discovered a lot of different things, and, and opened up, I guess, future digs. Yeah. So the. So we were um, as uncertain as we've been about what we were going to find uh, starting out. We had uh, so because we started in two new areas, and um, the first new area was in 2016. We put a utility trench in a place where we thought there wasn't going to be anything, and of course we immediately hit something, and so. We, we moved the trench, and then we said, well, when we're free, we'll come back. Well, we were free this year, so that's like six years later, five years later. Anyway, so we weren't sure. We, we knew that we liked the thing that we had uncovered, but we weren't sure what it was, and we weren't sure how big it was. So we, we scoped out an area, and we opened it up, and... Um, the good news was the thing that we were looking at is really big. The bad news is it's really big, and so we'll have to go back and open up more area oh, really? next year. But there's this there's this great big rectangular pit out there, and it's ten by sixteen, which is a was a surprising size for us. We were not thinking it was going to be ten by sixteen. And then it's filled with this uh, rich organic soil, and we excavated. We uncovered it in its entirety, and then we took out um, two quarters of it. And 
and it's got this rich organic soil that has a lot of ash in it. And so uh, one of the things we did was we took uh, samples and sent it off to the paleobotanist um, and hope that uh, she will find seeds uh, that are from, and the, the pit dates to about, it was filled in this around 1750. So right during huh. that period. And we knew we were going to like this pit because it had a wig curler sticking out of the top. Well, there you, so you it was knew like, it was Perry Farm. We, we, we knew it was Perry Farm and we knew it was Washington. And it was like, okay, it's clearly wants to get dug, right? <laughs> By waving this just, wig curler. Put a wig curler. If there's, if there's a wig curler to be found, yes. you're going to uncover it. Yes. So this wig curler is sticking out of the top of it. When we uncovered it the first time, we we're like, all right, I guess we're coming back. <laughs> And so um, the the problem with it is it, is that we I don't think we opened up enough area to under to make sure we got all of the elements that were related to this pit. And so we'll come back next year and expand the dig and um, and see if there are other architectural elements to it. I think it's a building. Um, it's a little unusual in that it's got. Um, on three sides, it's got uh, vertical sides, and it has a flat bottom. It's about a foot deep into the ground, but at one end of it, it's got a little slope on the on the on the northern end. It has a slope, and so I spent the fall looking for archaeological remains where big pits with a slopey side, and I, I actually found buildings that do this, and so. We just need to do a little more digging out there before we decide whether it's actually a building or, as um, some of my colleagues would come by and they go, oh, that's just a, you know, and then they just tell me what it is. But I actually think it might be a building. And so I'm, um, we're, we'll figure that out next year. And we're going to dig a little bit more of the pit. And so because we're not quite sure, you know, it's a little unusual. And so we'll, and I think we're going to end up taking about three quarters of it. And then we'll save the last quarter for for the next generation of archaeologists. Okay. Well, that's that, again the, the kind of the landscape and what you what you thought was somewhere changes again. This it always does. So, so we thought the site ends at the old entrance road at what is now the fire truck road. Yeah. And um, we're on the wrong side of that. So. Um, that means the site can continue on, yeah. on, on the, on, on the, I guess it's the south side of the site. Um, and, um, that's good and that's bad. <laughs> was, was this the part where there was like, there was some, there was some crushed, some stone was put over it to, to preserve it. That it has preserved it. That, that's exactly right. The the farmer in uh, the twentieth century uh, was gonna he they he had this thing for um, outbuildings, and so he built like a hundred of them. And I thought that had destroyed whatever archaeological evidence would have been in this field of buildings, but he didn't want to put those buildings on the regular dirt, and so instead he. He added a foot-thick layer of really hard-packed gravel, and that made his buildings very sturdy and didn't move around and and didn't get muddy around them, uh, which was good for him. But it was also good for us in that it protected the archaeology site. Um, and I, I was just shocked because when I got to Ferry Farm and I saw that photograph, I, I was like, 
Oh my goodness, all those buildings um, are just you know tearing up the archaeological record. But but no, it turns out the farmer not not doing this on purpose for our purposes, mm-hmm. but it just turned out great. And so w- what it means is that we can remove that layer and continue to chase the site uh, farther and farther to the south. And I think we're in the agricultural portion of the site. And so um, that means we could find some really different kinds of things on that side. And then on the north side, um, there's a uh, there's a garden. And so we're going to, you know, we've spent the last 12 years looking for support buildings for the house. We're going to start looking for different kinds of things in the next the next 10 or 15 years. It's so interesting because a few years ago, or when you first started doing this, when you mapped out what you thought the site looked at, just how that keeps evolving as you find these different things. Yes, I should stop uh, predicting. (laughs) (laughs) But this goes back, I mean, and and you've said all along that, 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 you know, the fairy farm just kind of keeps, is, is full of surprises and keeps releasing secrets here and there. And it does. It doesn't give up its secrets easily. Yeah, but when it but saying. but it gives it gives up an amazing secrets when it does. Well when you when when you told me years ago when this was really in the in, in the infancy about how you, the things that you were finding at Ferry Farm would uh, would 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 change some of the the narrative that we know about the the Washingtons and and how they lived, and 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 how they how they did things, and that certainly is happening. I think even probably more than you might have thought. It, I'm, it's a little embarrassing because I mean, our our goals were, you know, when we started, we're like, well, well, maybe we can say something new about the Washingtons, and now it's like, okay, of course we can, and so a brand new data set that to a, a subject that uh, had a very limited information about and so we know tons more about the washingtons than uh than when we than when we started as a as a as a community and that information is getting out in uh the new biographies that are coming out mm. they're they're changing their tunes on a couple of different uh topics that related to the washington well and especially mary washington that that whole narrative is totally changing With, without a doubt we've yeah that that that's the most the our new interpretation has progressed the farthest with her because that was the one that was the wrongest and mm-hmm. and and sort of set in stone and so um all the things that uh, his biographer said about Mary Washington are mostly wrong and so when you point that out that the, and there's overwhelming evidence that it's wrong um people don't resist that anymore there you can start to see the it, and so when you go to the things that change first are web pages books are books take longer and they take but even the um, books are changing the story the the latest biography of of Mary Washington is um, much more uh, uh, kind to her and and more accurate. Hmm. Well, it's always interesting. I mean, when in in some summers you find more, and talking to your archaeologists this summer, it just seemed like there there were a lot more. There were a lot more surprises, and and really a a lot more. You know, there was just there was a lot of excitement as as you found these things and kind of scratched your head and thought, "Huh, we didn't expect that." Yeah. Well, like I said, the um, we started out with small expectations, and they 
and and they kept growing and growing as the summer. And then the, the pit is filled with really nice artifacts. And so that um, helps the excavators get excited when they're finding <laughs> oh, things bet. that are that uh, we haven't seen before and um, that clearly date to the Washington period. Well, and one of the great things about coming to Ferry Farm, because we, we focus so much on, and it's great to come and to be able to see the home or do, do some of the things we've already talked about this this morning, but uh, in when you first go inside, um, the, the archaeology section where you have some of these artifacts on display and you can see the lab where all this where all this is is happening is not something that that you can see everywhere and and we're good um, about changing out our exhibits um particularly the the lab exhibits um emma has done a great job of installing a new exhibit and we're talking with um gretchen who's our curator about sort of updating our exhibits in the in the display space and sort of and sort of talking uh, more about the new finds that we're we're making about the washingtons instead of the, the ones that we've been traditionally showing kenmore.org the website for the george washington foundation you'll find all kinds of information on things coming up and uh, going on and what you can see at both uh, kenmore and ferry farm or check out the website too, or the uh, Facebook page that has has all kinds of stuff. We have all kinds of uh, events to still talk about. Again, it's uh, Dog Days at Ferry Farm this weekend, but much more going on. We'll uh, continue that conversation with Ann Waters and Dave Maraca on uh, on uh, Town Talk this morning. Town Talk powered by Stafford Tourism. For information on events and activities, visit tourstaffordva.com. More on News Talk 1230, WFVA, it's 830. From the Fredericksburg Doc Today online news studios, this is News Talk 1230 WFBA Fredericksburg, a centennial broadcasting station focused on Fredericksburg. This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFBA. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And now, here's your host... Ted Schubel. And Waters and Dave Maraca here this morning with the George Washington Foundation, Ferry Farm in Kenmore. If you haven't checked either of them out, you need to. Kenmore in downtown Fredericksburg has all kinds of stuff. And uh, same for Ferry Farm in Stafford County, the boyhood home of George Washington. And there are a number of events going on in both activities. And we really are now into the season of uh, of events and, mm-hmm. and, and, and things things going on i guess when it's hot in the summer you, you a, a lot of it is just you and you you come and you can you can tour places mm-hmm. but weekends now a lot going on yes lots of events <laughs> so let us go i'll let you i'll let you i'll let you drive this bus as far as what's sure. what, what do you want to hit next sure well our next big event coming up is at um historic kenmore so that's night in washington's day um on saturday november 4th um, and that's an annual event that we've done um, now a few times in the past, um, but we switched it up a little bit this year. So we've updated updated it to include some new activities. Um, but that is essentially an evening event, so it allows visitors to come to Kenmore at night mm-hmm. um, and see see Kenmore in a new light, quite literally. And you do to see Kenmore at night is way different. Yes, yes. I think if you've been to Kenmore for a tour or have walked the grounds during the day, it is just. Um, it's just a different and cool experience to come out at night and see the house lit up at night. Um, we do have one of the rooms, the dining room, open in the house that visitors can go into and see lit 
as if it's lit by candlelight. Um, and then we'll have different activities out around the grounds, all talking about sort of like entertainment and activities and things that would have been happening during the nighttime hours. Um, and so it really is just a different experience than your typical when you come for a tour in the daytime. It is, it really, because at night, that's that's how they lived. Right, right. I mean, they had candles and that that's, that it, it does really take you back to colonial times and what it, what it must have been like. Yes. And of course, we still have modern lighting in the house. We don't want people tripping and falling. Right. But even it is much, you do get a sense of just how dark it would have been mm-hmm. in the house, especially if you're using, you know, just candles or the firelight to light your home. Um, so it is, it, it does let you kind of envision Kenmore um, and what life was like there in a different, different way. Night in Washington's day. It's a great name for what what, yes. what you do because that really is what you're trying to, to convey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we have a couple new um, new additions to that event. So um, Rappahannock Colonial Heritage Society, who we've partnered with for various events, um, they're volunteering and coming out and doing a um, colonial dance demonstration. Um, so an English country dance. So you can learn a little bit about um, entertainment and evening entertainment and dancing. Um, and then we have someone talking about um, tavern life, serving um, refreshments. I think we're doing apple cider. So we'll, we'll have um, be talking about taverns, mm-hmm. serving um, drinks, and then also serving our gingerbread. So we'll have some refreshments um, and just different activities, some crafts related to um, like lighting, 18th century lighting methods. So a little something for everyone. So it's very family friendly too. Is this and something you need to get tickets for? Or just show up. Yes. So there are. You do need to buy tickets online in advance. Um, so the event runs from seven to nine thirty. And if you go online on our website, we essentially have different entry times. Um, so you can sign up for your entry time there at half hour increments. Okay. Um, and then you can just stay for as long as you want, kind of wander around between all of the different activities and check out the house. Um, so yeah, and you can buy those online. And we should say, if uh, you are if you are interested in this, you should not wait because these these things usually sell out. Yes, we are already selling tickets. So if you are looking for a, a evening weekend activity, um, November is almost upon us. <laughs> so I know it is time to buy your tickets. It is yeah. November's here, basically in my mind. And that's and, and that's why some of some of these uh, traditional holiday things, or just even if you see some of these things, when there are tickets, buy them. Yeah. Now, yeah, because they, cause we do tend to sell out some of our, our holiday programs mm-hmm. and just evening events, things like that. So if you're interested, if you've never been before, you've come to Kenmore but haven't come to this event, um, definitely come on out and, and purchase a j- ticket. I'm assuming you can go to Kenmore.org and yes. get tickets. Yes, that's all on our events page. Everything. Um, you can go to the ticket link and um, register through our through the events page. So that is night in Washington's day. It is on November the 4th. Mm-hmm. What else is going on? Yes. So we also have um, a um, another event coming up on November 5th at Ferry Farm. Um, so that's also, we um, posted that on our website, but it's the American Battlefield Trust Generations event. Um, so the American Battlefield Trust is hosting an event on our site. Um, and it's revolutionary themed activities and programming um, for kids. Um, and essentially it's uh, between two to four, they'll have a set of activities. Okay. Uh, but you do need to pre-register through through their, um, 
event system, um, but we have all that information posted on our website as well. Um, so if that's something you're interested in, you can go to our website um, and go to register through a link we have posted, or you can also go to the American Battlefield Trust website, um, but that is a pre-registration required event. And we talk about you know school groups that come through here mm-hmm. and, and remember to, to do these kinds of events as, as kids. These are really things that are going to well, 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 give them a good idea of what what uh, what colonial life was like and yeah. making memories and uh, making them a little smarter for school. Right. There you go. Yes. And this one's all revolutionary focused. Um, so they'll do different activities. You can also come out and see the house. Um, so it's just a different way to see, see Fairy Farm, um, even if you've been before. Again, Kenmore.org, they'll take you. There's a, there's a link there to the American Battlefield Trust. Yes, that's yeah, but it'll route you right it. to their website so you yeah. can pre-register um, through their system. Okay, yeah. so what's next? Um, next, jumping ahead to the winter, which is kind of crazy to think about, but we are already um, looking for entries for our gingerbread contest and for our We Christmas Dollhouse exhibit. Uh, it's it's not, I mean, if, if you go into stores now, no, they're it is selling not Christmas early. stuff. So this is the time this, <laughs> if you need to stock up on your your dollhouse um, materials or your gingerbread materials. Right, start candy. start thinking about these 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 are two these these things are, are when we talk about traditional things at Fairy Farm in in Kenmore. Here they are. Yes, yes. So if you have never done the gingerbread exhibit contest before, shame this, on you. This is your time to <laughs> submit to submit a house, um, and it's a lot of fun. We have different categories, so you can you know kids of all ages up through adults. Um, we have special needs, family, and professional categories. So there's a category for everyone. Um, the theme is a critter Christmas. Oh, so um, that's the theme. Okay, yes, a critter Christmas. Um, so we're looking for folks to get creative. Um, so in what way? Talk about what you're looking for. Yeah. So we're I'm kind of winter um, winter themes, animal themes. Okay. Um, I am personally looking for someone to submit a Snoopy themed Christmas gingerbread house. I'm that's sure my that's going to happen. <laughs> that's my personal ask. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So Critter Christmas. Um, however, you'd like to interpret that. Um, and we, we get a lot of fun, really fun, creative entries, things oh. that I never would have thought of. No. Um, yeah. People so, spend a lot of time. Yes. Yes. And it's just a lot of fun. And then you can come out and, and view them all in December. Um, so we are, we are looking for entries already, if that's something you're interested in, um, as well as for the, the We Christmas Dollhouse exhibit. And they've, there's a, there's a, there's a, what is it, the end of November when they have to, when they you know they bring their gingerbread yes. houses so, over early december yes the drop-off for gingerbread houses is like that last week of november so november 25th through december 2nd okay um drop-off for dollhouses is also that december 2nd and then the exhibits run from december essentially the month of december so december 3rd through the 30th and, um, and ted correct me if i'm wrong but there is a celebrity judge in this room, isn't there? Uh, you? Yes, oh. I, you, are, you are. You've been a judge. No, before. I was thinking of you. I know. I know that's what you were doing. I was just going to say. Yes. I have judged this this a few times. So you know, you yes. So there are prizes if you're, you know, if you're looking for a prize. There. Are. Not, these are they, not for the judge. No, not for, not the, for judge. the judge. No, no, no. No, the judge gets nothing. But. Um, 
No, we judge. We Dave and I have judged. They, these are hard. These are hard to judge. They're hard, and yes. there's and there's the people's choice, which I think is very a contested gingerbread category. And, and the other thing that you don't experience, but I do, is uh, when we make our selections, then the rest of the staff comes and uh, they are super critical of your and my choices. Oh, I can <laughs> imagine. Yes. They think we they, we they think that we've made huge mistakes, and so uh, see, I've never, I've never heard that yeah so there's a lot I'm, of opinions <laughs> yes yeah, so i don't i don't uh, put up with any of that uh, i just i just push all that right off it's like you know they don't know the pressures of judging that the pressures contest. of judging this contest <laughs> are immense yes immense i i believe it takes me a year to recover <laughs> from and i still have it fully we haven't come up to, right, on a year. Last year but these uh and, and you can do like during so the month of december you can come and yeah, See so you can come if houses. you're interested in um, coming to actually view all the gingerbread houses. We have like an I Spy activity, scavenger hunt for kids, which is always fun. Um, we also have that for the doll houses. Um, so it's just a really neat event to come and see sort of how, how creative people got because there are some really impressive ones. Um, and, and it's it's such a tradition. So, yes. And then groups come to visit, right? Yeah. So if you want to organize a group to come and visit we uh we, we we can accommodate yes, you yes. in that way as well right and then you can also see the gingerbread houses and make that part of your visit um so it's a lot of fun and all of the sort of rules regulations um for for the gingerbread is posted on our website as well okay um, pay attention to those yes yes they're not not too strict but there are some right there are there are, there are a, a few things there so when because you grew up around here didn't you ann I grew up in Richmond. Okay, so, um, say, so you probably didn't you probably didn't make a gingerbread house growing up for I, this. Not for this. I, I have made gingerbread houses in the past, but oh, nothing, okay. nothing like what some people submit to this. Well, this gives you a chance to think about this and to think about by, by us talking about it today, that yes. it's a Critter Christmas is the theme, and yes. start thinking about this. This is important planning time. You, <laughs> you need Although to- I will say, when, when my family did these... I would go to have to go to the store to get things uh-huh. at the time. There was no plan. There was no pre-planning. Right, right. Just see what happens. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, we need something. Can you go get it? Yes, yes. So it's a great thought to think about today. Right. I'm going to come up with a plan. Right. And do it. Your but. construction materials, your candy needed. So, and I, I don't know about your family, but my family, I had an eight-year-old who was the conceptual person. Yeah. And then I was the material person, and then my. My father-in-law, who actually could build things, was the he was the construction, construction. man. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you so need it, all of that. It, it took a village. <laughs> it does. Yeah, we always made what all look. I joke they look like a one-room schoolhouse gingerbread house. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, a little square, <laughs> a couple walls, but they're fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So get involved in this, or go over and see the the the, the, mm-hmm. the great gingerbread house entries with the with the, with that there's also we christmas is that it goes on at kenmore yeah at the so at the time. same time we christmas runs at kenmore um so that's i mean if you anyone and we accept all sorts of things for that so it, you know it's our dollhouse exhibit but we if you have a room box or a little we'll get people that submit little like vignettes um someone last year made a little room box out of um, materials they'd purchased from the dollar tree so it was their little dollar tree <laughs> room box so um, and that's a really cool exhibit to come out to for kids and adults alike. Um, I mean, it's crazy. The world of miniatures was 
new to me but it, it it's some yeah. of that those houses and how small things are and all the little details are really insane so it's, it's really cool glad you said that because i had the same thought yes. of it, it's just fascinating to see the just the the detail of some of those in some of the rooms there'll be like the the chair rail and just yeah and wall wallpaper that matches uh-huh, and, and, uh-huh. and people take this really and seriously. Hidden thi- yes, some mm-hmm. of them are real. We had like a haunted house themed one last year that had all these little, little spooky details in it. Um, so it's a whole. I th- that mini miniatures dollhouse world is a whole other world, but it's very cool. So you, if you come out, you can see all of those kind of detailed houses. There was one a few years ago that was like a movie theater, and it was showing. Yes. It's a wonderful it life. life. Yes, and it was just amazing. Yeah, and we have a couple, um, a couple of folks that will come out and submit dollhouses every year, and I think that was one of one of those folks. Yeah, um, yeah, there's several. There. As well as new people that come again with you know d- little miniature boxes that they made and um, or things you know dollhouses they've inherited that have just been in your attic, and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, well, maybe I should pull this out and and put it on display. So yeah, yeah, it's no, a lot definitely. Of fun. All of this to say, there's just a lot of there's a lot mm-hmm. of things going on, and this doesn't even is Twelfth uh, Night is in January, right? Yes, so Twelfth Night will be in the the first weekend of January, our um, our January event at Kenmore. So lots going on. Have we covered everything that's everything that's going on? Yeah, I think those were the main um, fall events. So we have a very busy busy schedule for the fall. Very very busy schedule. But there's something for everyone almost any weekend that if yeah. you're looking for something to do. Yeah. Come on out to Fairy Farmer Kenmore. We're going to take a quick break and come back and uh, wrap this up and again talk about dogs and uh, a few other things. Wrap up a few loose ends with uh, Ann Waters and Dave Maraca here and uh, the George Washington Foundation Fairy Farm and Kenmore. Town Talk powered by Stafford Tourism this morning. For information on events and activities, visit tourstaffordva.com. Was your local base is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Download the all-new News Talk 1230 WFVA app for Apple and Android. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel. The George Washington Foundation Ferry Farm in Kenmore. In this morning, Dave Maraca is here and Waters is here. And again, and the uh, dog days at Ferry Farm this yes, weekend. This weekend. And I believe the weather is looking better last time I checked. Yeah, they said this morning that the rain, the Saturday rain now is okay. going to be by, it's, that's if if we even have right. any, will be an early morning thing. Right. So you're going to be so okay. So bring your dogs out mm-hmm. after in the afternoon and the, after the rain. Um and come on out on Saturday. And now we have the official Ted forecast. <laughs> yeah, which is so, no rain. So we're good. Right, right. <laughs> if by chance Saturday at noon it's raining and you're all looking up. We saying, know who to blame. Yes. <laughs> I wish I hadn't been so, so firm on that. I there should, will be no rain. There will be, be no rain. No, no, your your predictions always they are have, good. Yeah, yeah and one you time. saved us a couple of times. I have said and the it. forecast was bad, and you're just like, oh, no, no, I think you're okay. I think you're okay. Yeah. So I think you're going to be okay. Yes, I think we're going to be okay. It's going to so be a little windy, but that's day. you're going. You still take your dog out in right. any kind of weather. Do you have a dog? I, I used to. Oh, but okay. We would go out and walk, and no, I, if I did, if I still had my that's dog, that's how I feel. I don't. I don't have a dog currently. But. I would be over there. 
doing this just because there, there really are there's, there's there there are a lot of things to explore and, and trails mm-hmm. to see yeah and you can Ferry come Farm. out even if you don't have a dog sure. if you're just because mm-hmm. the grounds are discounted so it's a you know a good way if you never oh, been okay. and you're just looking if you're a walker and you're looking for a new place to walk Dad, I, i'm amazed you got through covid without getting a, a pet <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> the the rest of the world we, we all did. got pets. Yeah, no, I did not. I held do you, out. Do you want a pet? Because mm-hmm. I have extra. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. So you you can bring. So is, is the your dog that has become some you know somewhat famous? Is will your dog be at Fairy Farm on Saturday? So my dog um, is lovely to view, but okay. is not um, very well behaved, and so she probably will not be there i said dave's dog could come out for the last five minutes there it is at the the end yes (laughs) yes that's and that's the plan (laughs) that's that's very good so that is that is going on also on the fourth it's a night in washington's day Mm -hmm. get tickets for that if you're interested in that because we they've they started the sale so if you're interested go online and and check it out and come on out to kenmore in the evening kenmore christmas is another interesting when you talk about decorations and and, and how things go, yeah. to, to see Kenmore at, at Christmas is is interesting, right? Because our our curatorial team will put up some like you know different kind of Christmas themed winter displays at Kenmore, um, and then you know we also have the dollhouses up, so it's a it's a fun time to come, even if you've come before to see it in the the winter season. And you all taught me that back in colonial times there weren't Christmas trees. Who knew? Right. So you will not see a Christmas tree. No. <laughs> um, so it's that it's that kind of information you can go through life mm-hmm, with. Mm-hmm. So you can learn from that. So that uh, night, night in Washington's Day is uh, on November 4th. And again, it's ticketed. And so often you see, especially the, by the week of the event, that something at Ferry Farm or Kenmore is sold out. Yes. So, so if you're the least bit interested, don't don't wait. Don't be, Go don't, ahead and buy your tickets. <laughs> don't be disappointed. American Battlefield Trust is holding an event on the on the fifth. The fifth, yeah. And uh, from two to four, and uh, you can uh, find out information about that and sign up through them. But just mm-hmm. go to Kenmore.org. Yes, yes. Yeah. So it's also posted on our, on our website, um, and it'll dr- link you directly to theirs. Um, so if you have any questions about that, you can look on their website. But so that'll be a busy weekend at both Kenmore and Fairy Farm. <laughs> a lot going on. So this is a um, th- we we. We talking about all this, the the summer kinds of things and Fourth of July at Ferry Farm. This these events these keep you busy, Ann. Yes, they keep us very busy. Um, but it's fun. And you and tell the story. Mm-hmm. You tell a very you tell the colonial story like yes. no one else around here can. Yeah. So it's it's they're definitely you know we have something throughout the year something for everyone. So even if you've come before, um, I feel like the events are a nice way to see something new or learn something new. Just go to Kenmore.org and uh, just look around there. And again, Facebook gives you all kinds of information yes, on, yes. on what's going on, uh, really up-to-date things that you need to sign up for or know about. Yeah, so definitely follow us on Facebook and Instagram because we post all of our event stuff um, there as well to keep you the most up-to-date that you can be. Kenmore.org is uh, the uh, w- what you need to know. George Washington Foundation, Ferry Farm, and Kenmore. And Water State Morocco, thank you both. Thank we'll you talk soon. Much. We'll. We'll talk a little bit more about this and uh, as we get closer to us, we'll see, we'll see you next month. All right. Town Talk powered this morning by Stafford Tourism. For information on events and activities, tourstaffordva.com. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the morning. 
Thanks for listening to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. The views expressed by the host and guests on this program are their own and not necessarily those of this station, its management, or Centennial Broadcasting. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. The Glenn Beck Program is next on News Talk 1230 WFVA, focused on Fredericksburg.